Welcome to the She Will Shine podcast, where we bring you the real stories of female business owners. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a supportive business network for women. It's time to give a voice to women in business and discover their journey. Hi everyone and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. Today we have the lovely Edel Beatty with us. How are you Edel? I'm really good, thank you. How are you Danielle? I'm good. Thank you for being with us today. I'm very excited to chat with you. Both of us are excited this morning. Um, For those those who may not know Edel just yet, Edel is the founder of The Happy Organiser, an Irish mum of two who calls Australia home and has a creative knack for crafting beautifully organised spaces. Edel loves helping others reclaim the happiness in their homes and her business is all about creating sustainable systems which make life easier. Ah, oh, I love that line, making life easier. Every little helps. <laughs> it does. It's true, true, sure. especially in a home when you're surrounded by it, if you're working from home 24-7. Exactly, yeah, and I think so many people are now. So, yeah, that's and that's part of why we're doing this, you know, helping people create calm environments so they can relax, they can work, they can just, you know, enjoy their homes better yes definitely I wanted to ask you Adele were you one of those children who were always very neat and orderly at school your books would be just fine or were you a messy kid I was always very neat and tidy and it's something that I just I, I didn't really you know notice very much you know it's only really later in life when you look back and you're like oh yeah I was that kid and um I shared a room with my sister growing up and she was the messy one and I was the tidy one and um it's funny because we actually we shared a double bed and she was she had her side of the room and I had my side of the room her side was always messy my side was always tidy um (laughs) I'm sure she won't mind me sharing that's why I shared a room with my sister till I was I think it was 18 or 19, like, which is pretty yeah. much unheard of these days. Yeah. But, yeah. But, and I always thought that she was the messy one and I was the neat one, but she always denied it. And then when we got our own rooms, the truth came out because yeah. her room was always messier than mine. I think the truth always comes out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> even, even as a child, I, I was always the one that got, you know, someone to come and tidy up there. It was like, Edel, can you tidy the kitchen? Edel, can you tidy? And, my granny would always get me over at the weekends to help her around the house so I was always that one that was you know the chosen one <laughs> for the tidying up yeah but it was good it was I enjoyed it and I think just now in hindsight looking back it was something that was always in me you know yeah. and even throughout work and and now I'm always sort of like shuffling things around and like (laughs) straightening things up tidying up you know yeah so it's good and I think um it's helped a lot with with life and with kids and you know even in the workplace as well just having that order and systems and and I was always that person that was trying to improve things improve systems and you know finding a better way of doing it so yeah <laughs> that's definitely helped over the years then yeah it's helped it's helped and um yeah so we are 
and this is where it's brought me today. So, yeah. And so what sort of career path did you, because I guess, you know, cleaning wouldn't have been or tidying, it's not really a career path that you would think of when you finish school. What no. career path did you then sort of decide to go down? I think when it comes to the tidying up an organisation, it's it's not something that's ever even that ever even came into my you know mind as something that would be you know a career path at all so whenever I was younger I guess like all the traditional routes you know at one stage I was thinking about doing law and uh, you know accountancy all the things to be honest I never ever really knew what I wanted to do I was always just putting ideas out there oh maybe I could be this or maybe I could be that never really knowing and then um after high school or towards the end of high school, my mum had passed away very suddenly. And I think that just shook me up even more. I was just like, I have no idea what I wanted to do, want to do yeah. now. And um, anyway, I decided to go at that stage and study nursing at university. I have no idea why. I think I, I think I felt at that stage of my life that I just wanted to help people. I wanted to like give back in some way and still not really knowing what I wanted to do. This was just like, oh, I want to be a nurse. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think it really came from the, you know, the place of like my true sort of purpose. Yeah. It was just because it was something that felt like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Anyway, I studied nursing for into my second year and then I dropped out because it just, it just didn't feel right. Nothing, nothing, um, didn't enjoy it really. And I really struggled to just show up for it. And so dropped out anyway, and then got into the workplace, different jobs along the way. I've kind of, <laughs> um, you know, oh, I've done everything. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've worked in a hotel. I worked in, um, so I, I, I then got a job as a, an account manager for a family business in, in the kitchen manufacturing industry. And that was really, I really enjoyed that. And I think that gave me a really good insight to how a business is run and like successfully. Yeah. Like it was a small family business, you would have seen everything. Everything. And oh, you know what? Like, it's just looking back now that I really, I'm so grateful that they gave me that opportunity. And like, they were such a good family to work for. It was such a good business. They had incredible systems in place. They put a lot of trust in me and I, um, I really enjoyed it. But um, at that, it came to a point in time that, and, and I was progressing quite well in that job. But then the, the, um, the opportunity presented uh, for, for me and my partner to come to Australia at that time. And anyway, it was an opportunity I didn't want to you know, miss. So yeah. left that job, came here. That was 11 and a half years ago now. Oh, and wow. I was 25 at the time. So still kind of, you know, <laughs> finding out who you were, not finding out who I was, not really knowing what I was doing with my life and all the rest. But, you know, Australia, here we come. So we, was that a hard decision? Um, you know what there was a conflicting feeling at the time I remember in the, in the moment I was like oh but finally I'm just really finding my way in this job I'm really loving this and progressing and they trust me and like 
it's all coming together and now you're throwing this at me what you know but it was just so it was difficult and I never I felt like I was never that person that was you know into traveling and seeing the world but then but my husband he was he was sorry he was my boyfriend back then but my husband he was that type of person he was a bit more adventurous and he's like let's just do it let's go let's try it out so I okay went to that point and uh and arrived in Australia and again it was like starting from scratch it was like yeah. well I've got <laughs> you know what am you I going to do anyone yeah what are you going to do didn't know anyone I was on a working holiday visa at that time so you know your options are so limited in what you can do so I had a couple of different jobs I worked as a nanny I uh which was interesting but it's <laughs> another story <laughs> I, <laughs> I worked in a small accountancy practice um you know a lot of admin administration roles and I guess that was sort of my strong point at that time administration and anyway I ended up getting a job for David Jones in the buying department Ooh, that sounds like a good one. it was it was really good I, I don't know I just fell into it somehow um <laughs> well I don't think you ever just fall into a job but I applied for this job sort of thinking oh I'm not sure if I'm going to get this you know and you know, one of the questions at the time was, you know, are you, you know, you need to be really good at Excel, Microsoft um, Office and all that. Oh, yeah, I'm great at that. That's, yeah, no problem to me. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, I sort of just like, I, I don't know, I managed to get the job anyway. And I was like, look, whatever it is, I will learn it when I get into the position. So got That's in awesome there. Anyway. that you were like that, though, because so many people are like, oh, if I can't do one thing then I can't do the whole job like so many women in particular yes I know That's I know yeah absolutely but you know even when I started that job I was coming home in the evenings going right I really need to work out how to do a VLOOKUP so I'm like you know watching YouTube t- tutorials and all the rest anyway <laughs> really um, learning on the job learning on the job in the evenings but anyway that time passed and um that all went really well and I felt like I really enjoyed that job and learned taught me a lot but um kids came along that was just a whole nother spanner in the works and I kind of felt like I was back to the drawing board at that point it was like what am I going to do now I I felt like I had really found something I loved something I was passionate about you know and in buying it's it is a lot about sort of systems and strategy and all the rest and I really enjoyed that part of it um but yeah when kids came along I sort of just felt like I wanted to do my own thing at that stage and I don't know part of me always had this this thing in me that I wanted to have my own business I wanted to do my own thing I never really really knew what that was but there was a little niggle in me and it was I had this kind of desire. It was just like, I just want to do my own thing. And I remember I used to like sit and just, you know, come up with ideas and a little notebook. And <laughs> yeah. Right. What business am I going to create here anyway? You know, it did you have did you have family or friends around you that ran their own businesses? Um not, not, no, not really. I, I never really 
was surrounded by that sort of entrepreneurship like that wasn't really a thing in me you know my my dad he's we've got like a family a farm business so I guess there was that and he was self-employed um so was my brother well I guess yeah so in in many ways yes they always worked for themselves and I guess I kind of craved that independence and that you know wanted to do my own thing and not really <laughs> yeah I well, have to follow all the rules I never had any inkling until I wanted flexibility for a family so I yeah. like, I didn't really have any um fam I think the closest family to me that had their own businesses were my uncles so and like like one of the a few of them are farmers because my mum's family background is in farming so the same sort of thing but it's like I never had that inkling that you that you had yeah, I, I don't know what was in there, but at the same time, I think a lot of fear and it, it just wasn't the right time. And it always held me back. And I was like, okay, maybe that's not for me. You know, with that sort of like self-doubt and, and not really seeing yourself as that person, you know, not having that self-worth and that belief that, oh, I can be a person that owns my own business. And yes. Succeed. to be out of my league yeah and I guess that was that was a big part of it for me that held me back so for so many years and then whenever um you know 2020 lockdowns came and I was in a position where I was sort of coming off the back of an extended maternity leave how um, old were you like, at that stage two daughters Willow who is now six and a half and Ivy who's three and a half but back then Ivy was I think she was one and a half or so and I had extended maternity leave and I thought I I was just craving to get back into something I was like right I need I just need to like express my creativity or do something you know and you know what the idea of going back to the sort of the you know the the traditional job it, it just wasn't appealing to me and in a way I sort of thought well well this is my opportunity here you know when we were in lockdown at the time I had a little bit more time for self-reflection and I guess I thought, right, well, you know what, this is my time to really kind of like self-reflect, work out what it is I am passionate about. I like, I was passionate about so many things, but like, it was just about really working that out and like, where are my strengths? What are my, what's my own sort of superpower? How can I create a business out of this? Anyway, I then, you know, one thing I'm really passionate about is like mental health and health in general and helping people. And I felt like I've always wanted to sort of give back in some way, but it was like, well, how, what am I good at, you know? And I guess that's when, when this sort of organization, home organization, especially, um, and just living a simple life simplifying life that all yeah. all of those things sort of came to me at that point and I was like you know what I am good at that I'm good at this and I've always been helping people with this unknowingly not really you know paying attention in a way but yeah. I've always been doing it so why can't I create a business out of this anyway I guess when I when I first started I, I had no idea that I could become a professional organizer in that way I kind of thought, right, well, what ways can I use these skills to help others? And I came up with the name, The Happy Organizer, and maybe I can create a blog or something 
something that I can help others, you know, and I'm not sure how I'll help them, but I'll find a way. In some way, yeah. And, um, you know, the online space was growing massively at that stage. And I, I sort of felt like, okay, I need content. And then I, I guess I helped a few friends. I already had organized my own home over that, like the course of the time leading up to this stage. And I was trying to get content for online and I did help a few friends out and they had said to me, um, oh my goodness, this is like, this should be a service. You you're great at this, and I was like, you're okay. changing lives. Like that is yeah, and I guess you can I, walk into your home and feel that calmness. Yeah, yeah, and um, that experience just gave me a bit of an insight to, oh yeah, actually, you know, not everyone lives like me either, yeah. and I could definitely use this skill to help other people, and throughout that sort of time of lockdowns and and you know what it was just became more and more apparent that the sort of need for this service and not only the service but sort of just more people talking about it more people um creating content around this um you know subject of decluttering and simplifying life well that's a lot of us were craving that during lockdown and i know you're located in Wollongong so slightly different experience than us here in Melbourne. But that's the thing. We were at home. We were overwhelmed with the situation that we all found ourselves in. But we're in our own homes. Like, what can we control? We can control these four yes. walls. What happens inside the four walls? Exactly, exactly. And it's it was really just about taking back control. Um, and I've seen a lot of things, you know, throughout that time. I guess it whenever you start something or you you start researching into like a particular subject, you know, everything stands out to you. You notice everything at that stage, you know? Um, so I, I guess like consumerism, all of the habits of people in general and, you know, people online shopping, going through the roof, people just sort of buying stuff continually yeah. and not really valuing their space in the sort of process so for me I really wanted to change the way people think about their space and be more intentional with sort of their what they're buying how they're spending their time how they're using their space and just by sort of like sort of thinking about that being more mindful of that it just changes everything you know it's so yeah that's that was part of it and in the process of that I guess just it lightens the load and mental health improves everything it's just it's one small part of like a bigger puzzle I guess yeah definitely 100% and you were putting out you're saying you're putting out content I watched your content quite um <laughs> religiously one might say um but because you put on your instagram what's your instagram handle is it at the happy organizer is that correct at the underscore happy underscore organizer okay there you go underscore yeah. remember the underscores in between the words i think someone um, someone already got beat me to it with the, damn. Just the- <laughs> that's right we'll remember the underscores um but this thing you're putting out awesome content it's like oh okay let's have a look and it really did help people like like i said it 
it can seem so small, but it is part of a bigger picture. Exactly, exactly. And it's just making people realise that their space and their habits are important. It's just, And it's only just one part of the bigger puzzle, as I said, you know, in terms of mental health and well-being and our stress levels and managing just life, especially whenever kids come into the mix or, you know, you're a busy professional and you've things are when things are chaotic around you it's just everything just feels heavier you know you just feel more stressed so I just want to help people like simplify things streamline their home a little bit more so that things have a place and also so that everyone can can help out so one thing that is really you know I'm really passionate about is also just making the home more functional for the entire family and for you know external people coming into the home so that it's not all down on one person it's not all one person doing everything and I think in order for things to function well everyone needs to you know chip in everyone needs to help out everyone needs to do their thing and and whenever yeah whenever the systems are there it's just it makes that possible you know yeah so how has um not just friends or family how has like the public I know that I've embraced what I love watching what you do but how what sort of reactions have you been getting from other people when you go into their homes or when they see something on Instagram that's really helped them I've had a really positive reaction you know it's and it surprised me because you do sort of go into this and it's, I know a lot of people experience this, like the imposter syndrome around is, am I, am I like, is this something that people even need to hear? What, you know, yeah. what valuable people give Why them? me? Why am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what value am I giving them? But actually, you know, it's, I guess, like a lot of things in life, it's just those like reinforcing that message continually and being there, sort of the voice of, reason and and reassuring people that it is important and they're not overthinking it and that it can be better it, they can improve their home they can simplify it and they don't have to always spend time cleaning and tidying because whenever you simplify it well that just gives you more time back I guess and also just from clients that I've worked with they the change and it's funny because I'm usually taking stuff away they're you know they're not buying stuff I'm taking stuff away and they are feeling this like that probably um that's why it's been lifted the weight has been lifted and it's like when they let go of that stuff it's just, um, and they can see their space. They're, they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know it could look like this. Yeah. This is, I didn't know I could have that home, you know? Well, that's and, the thing, right? We look at the, you know, you, we watch the block and you go, oh, I'd love to have a house like this or whatever. You think yeah. that your house could never be that way. And then you're doing yeah. a transformation in itself and it's not like a renovation. Yeah, It's within exactly. the walls, but it makes such a big difference exactly and it's it's just the simple things and I say this to people sometimes when I work with clients um 
I'll walk in and I might look at their space and they'll say, oh, but I want to keep all that. But I also want this, you know, they want both. And I say, no, you can't have both. To achieve that, you probably need to get like discard some of what you have. You need to reduce what you have and then you can achieve the space that you want. Yes. Do you people get emotional, Adele, when you tell them that? They sometimes, sometimes they do. And I know that people like really find it hard to, you know, get rid of things, find it hard to let go of things that they've been holding on to for years. But sometimes when you, I guess, change how you're viewing things, you sort of, yeah, like change the lens on things. And when you ask the right questions and get them to reflect on them, the questions, it sort of changes their own way of thinking. And they, yeah. they realize that, you know, it's like, well, why are you keeping that? When, like, what's it adding to your life? And what if you, what if you do let go of it? Like, what's, what's going to change? What's going to be the positive impact? And usually it's actually better because they can see then that they're going to get their space back by letting go of the stuff. And yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not a minimalist by any means. Um, I mean, I do love a minimalistic look <laughs> in a way, but I think it's not so much about minimalism. It's a bit more about sort of just intentionalism, intentional yeah. living and being really intentional with the things that you're keeping and and what you want and not just keeping stuff for the sake of it just because you know because someone gave you that gift 10 years ago and you don't want to let go of it because well you might offend them even though it hasn't come out of the box it's still in the box from 10 years ago you're like okay (laughs) but that's the thing right they've got you to handhold through that process because that can be quite difficult at at times Mm. not always but definitely at times there would yeah. be um, situations arise that that can be difficult. And I think if we were doing things ourselves, we don't have the voice of reason. And yeah. It becomes emotion. Exactly. And it's that voice of reason and just rationality, being rational. And I understand as well that there are some things that we do want to keep. And I have stuff that I keep as well. And it's about distinguishing what's important and what isn't and I always say to clients as well if you keep everything well then that sort of makes everything less special yeah nothing's important yeah whereas if you just have this one space for your sentimental keepsake items and then you know that's important to you and you know where they are they're kept safe as well and I think also it comes down to your own sort of capacity you can't physically, if you love something and you've got, you love everything because everything in your house you love, you can't physically, you don't have the capacity to really, really give that the time, the space, the, the you know, the care that it needs. So it's, again, it comes back to asking the right questions. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah, that's right. 100%. So, how, so two years into business now, is that correct? Coming up to two years. So I, the ideas and, you know, starting the process sort of began two years ago, 
but officially it was September 2020. That was sort of more when I launched the professional home organizing business. Yeah. So how has it changed you, do you think? Has it instilled more oh. confidence in you and what, you know, value in what you can offer? It has because now I have that sort of proof, I guess. You know, yeah. I've, I've validated done it. it. Yep. I validated it and I'm, I, I've seen it. But um, it has been like, oh, it's been the most, the hardest, well, I say it's been the hard, hardest, probably parenthood has been the hardest. <laughs> but it's been like one of the hardest things that I've ever done. But also I've learned so much. I've learned more about myself over the past two years than I have done in my entire life. Yeah, I believe that. You know, it's just that you you come up you come up against all of these hurdles and these blocks and the, it's like why why am I doing this and the you know the I guess repeat patterns you see these patterns in your own behavior and like and yeah so it's been a very steep learning curve but a really good one I wouldn't change it I wouldn't go back and. I think it's just like once you once you start, it's like there's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you, you, you got on that wheel now, you gotta keep going. I'm on the wheel, I have to keep going. I cannot come off the wheel. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because yeah. I've been working for myself for oh my gosh, probably 15 years or so now. And I'm like, I don't know how I would just say if I have to get a job, what I I don't know how yeah. to write a CV, I don't know how to interview. Yeah. Oh, that's and I don't want to know how to do those things again. I know again. it's it's crazy, and I'll be honest. Um, there was one time. This was a, a few months ago. I was um, just really frustrated, and there was just a few different hiccups and things happening at that time. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is too hard." And I was like, "Right, that's it. I'm going to get a job. I'm just going to get a job." You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think I looked at it for like five minutes and went oh no way <laughs> I was like no not not doing that again okay so yeah that, that, that happens like you know I've been in business for myself like I said so many years but that's happened a number of times over that journey like yeah so much easier if I just I was a checkout chick back in my day I'm happy to go back and be a checkout chick I don't care yeah um because it was just so much simpler I just got home I didn't have to think about work you can focus on yes. other things but then I'm like, yeah. oh no, I don't think I don't I think I'd get a bit bored. I think I, like it's the challenge. Yeah, running and it's also business. like that the passion, like that, never goes away. Like I, I do think about it a lot, and I know you know this whole idea of sort of work life balance. It's kind of like just became a part of who I am in a sense yep. because it's. I enjoy it like I absolutely love it yes there are the frustrations and all the things that come with it but like in general I like love the whole this this idea of just being able to create something you know and it's like right what will I do this you know what's the plan for this month or this year right what are we going to work on and I get to choose you know it's my choice and it's hard but it like you reap the rewards at the same time so yeah that's good right. especially around a young family like you can yeah. go to you know kinder whatever or school things that are happening during the day you can work around that yeah yeah it's you know what it's like sometimes I say to myself which is terrible it's like say oh 
it's so hard. It is so hard with young kids. Just this constant, right, how's this going to work? Okay, I'm going to have to book in after school care today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have to do that. You know, you're always trying to have to, and they come first. But you're trying to build your business around your family life and your kids. But um, yeah, so sometimes I say, oh, you know, wouldn't it be so much easier if I had done this before having kids? Like, but then I also think, no, but hang on, I wasn't, I wasn't in that place. It took me to actually be on maternity leave, you know, to have that sort of space and feel inspired. And also it's kind of given me the own per- the personal experience of what it's like to have kids and the chaos that comes with it and family life and really empathizing and understanding other people's situations with kids and all the stuff that comes with kids you know it's <laughs> never ending. yeah that's right it's interesting because we yeah. have some members who started their businesses pre-kids and a lot of well, probably the majority of them started the businesses after the kids and with yes. me personally I wanted to have a family so I think I started my business maybe 12 months before my son was born oh, so wow. it's it's different experience for everybody yes but I think I do think that having kids first your eyes are a little bit more open to the reality of what it will be like or what because you're experiencing it what it is like to run a business around children yeah yeah it's it's so hard but you know what I feel like I'm finding my way yeah you just it just takes time you know you can you can start out on your business journey with young kids and feel like it's impossible on so many occasions, I was like, this is impossible. This, how, how do people do this? Like, I, you know, you're up through the night, you're up early, you're doing school drop-offs, pickups, um, all the rest. And, but I don't know, it just takes time. And it's sort of just, you just work it out. And you realize, one thing I really did realize as well is you can't do it alone. You really need to like outsource, seek support in any way you can um yeah ask for help you know ask for help ask for help yeah and that's been a game changer for me as well it's just like look you know what I could spend all my time doing that or this but then I'm just juggling too many balls and I'm going to drop them all I need to get some help here so yeah that's been good yeah and I think as the kids get older so mine are grade four and year seven this year oh wow so it I think it gets easy. It gets busier in a way, but it yeah. gets easier as well. If that makes any sense, I can. Yeah, I can already see that with my six and a half year old. She's almost seven now as well. She she's a lot more independent. Yeah. But yes, then with that age comes all of the extracurricular activities, and, and you I know, feel like Mum's taxi at the minute. In all honesty, the taxi. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. I know. I hear you. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> thing though, like this, businesses evolve as we evolve and as yeah, we yeah. change and I guess we have, the beauty of it is we have that flexibility mm-hmm. to be able to work out you know right now the kids need me or right now the business needs me and sort yes. of and it can change from day to day mm-hmm. it changes all the time and it's it's no like and for me and I know this is the same for a lot of people every week is different so you can't just have a week where it's like oh on Monday I do this and Tuesday I do that and Wednesday no it's like yeah I, don't, <laughs> I just feel like every week you never know what's going to come 
no in your direction and you have to just be flexible you have to really sort of do the do the inner work I suppose you know (laughs) you know they say um and it's like you, you have to like learn to sort of breathe and and take that time for yourself and really um yeah like that's that's so much a, a part of it as well that that sort yeah. of own personal development and working on yourself giving yourself time to then and then that helps you deal with all of the other chaos too you know that's right definitely and who would have thought I know that I didn't and I know we've talked about this in other podcasts that being a business owner would have that much I had no idea there'd be any personal development I used to laugh at the personal development books in the bookshop but it's so I true. know <laughs> I used to look at those books um, and, you know, even when I worked in buying and there was all these like the in the, the stores, the, these books, and I'm like, who reads those? Me. I read them <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all been part of it, you know, and that's something that I think if anything comes out of this, I'm like, well, I'm going to be like, you know, a better person at the end of the day hopefully <laughs> and that's all we all want isn't it to be better people at the end of the exactly, day exactly exactly yeah. and it's, it's exciting as well it's like the journey I I think the journey it's not the destination it's just the journey that you have yeah. to really um be excited about and wake up every day for and go right what's today right what are we gonna <laughs> what can we do conquer today, today? Yeah. what can we conquer today yes what do you think, Idel, was the biggest challenge in either starting the business or in running the business now? The biggest challenge was probably the, for me, it was sort of that transition from being at home full time, doing all of the house stuff, managing the house, the kids, and then all of a sudden I'm stepping into this other role where I'm still there because I, I, at the beginning, I was working from home a lot, trying to, you know, research, trying to, trying to build my website and all the other parts that come with business. Um, and it felt really difficult to sort of still do everything. And, you know, I just, I was, I got so frustrated and then, um, I guess just over time, I realized that I just needed help and communication was a big thing as well. I had to really sort of sit down with my husband and talk to him about it and say, look, I actually need your help. I need to sort of, I need this home to function for all of us, but I can't keep doing it all. And, you know, I used to just do everything in the house, which again, this is, this is one reason why I'm passionate about this too because um I just I just felt like it it felt impossible at the time it's like how can I keep uh cleaning everything and doing all the ironing and doing because I had taken that role on for myself I had taken that responsibility on so many of us do like I was exactly the same yeah and um funny story (laughs) just while I'm on (laughs) I so I used to, whenever I was at home, I was ironing my husband's shirts, going to work, doing all the washing, all the laundry, all the everything. And um, then as, you know, I've got better at this, I've got better at outsourcing and I've set up the systems. I'm now like very much 
you do you put away your own clothes you do this you yeah. do I'm trying to be more of the you know the CEO of the home instead of yes. the do it all person so I um anyway so I used to do that all but my husband he was uh ironing his own shirt the other day uh which he should be you know That's right, as he should <laughs> yes I, my daughter said daddy why are you iron why are you doing that why is mommy not doing that and I just sort of stepped back and I was like oh <laughs> we sort of we just laughed and we went yeah. you know that's daddy's shirt and he can iron his own shirt yeah. <laughs> listening here young lady <laughs> I know so it's like yes <laughs> don't do everything for everybody else make sure yeah. that everyone is you know and that's what it's about too it's about setting up our homes and setting up systems so that like everyone can help out yeah well, but yeah um, right we want our children uh, you know our daughters in particular to have different experiences than what we've had to not yes. have that household load that we feel that we took on yes yeah yeah it's a massive load yeah. yeah so yeah it's um but yeah and and even to this day the biggest challenge for me is is just working out how to outsource things yeah. you know and I'm I'm getting better at it but it's still difficult you're only, it's like, you're maybe only two years into your business and you've I know, achieved so I know, much in that yeah. time yeah so it definitely should be proud of what you have achieved thus far yeah yeah I, I am I am very proud I am very proud and I'm you know sometimes you sort of doubt yourself and still yeah. do at times I'm like no I need to like just remind myself every now and again I'm like it's okay uh you're doing yes, good that's right that's what we're here yeah. for <laughs> I know I know it's been honestly it has been so it's it's been one of the best things just being part of she will shine and having that sort of network of women around just to just to like reach out to and um it's honestly it's been great it's been so helpful because otherwise it's a very lonely journey you know that's right. And like you say, you put everything on your own shoulders and it soon becomes yeah. too much of a load to bear, really. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for oh. chatting to us this morning, Adele. I am so excited. Thank and you. shortly, I don't know if this will be before this podcast goes there, but I am coming up to Wollongong soon and we get to meet in person, which I'm no, so excited I'm so, about. I'm so excited about that too. It kind of feels like we've already met, but I, but I, I have know. to remind myself, I'm like, hang on, no, no, we've just, <laughs> we only have a Zoom relationship. <laughs> That's right. But we're going to take it to the next level. Yes. We're going to take it to the next level. <laughs> Physical, yes. That's right. And I'm a big hugger, so beware. Oh, I'll, I love hugs. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. Sounds good. It's going to be a cuddle fest. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Idel. We are going to watch your space shortly um, because two years into your business, you're doing amazing things and that was all through COVID. So um, I know there's lots more to come. We haven't seen the yeah. last of you. I know we'll be seeing more of you as well. Thank you so much, Idel. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. We will see you next time on the She Will Shine podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode of the She Will Shine podcast, we invite you to check out shewillshine.com.au. She Will Shine is the essential support network you need to grow a thriving, meaningful business. We can help you grow your network 
connect and develop genuine relationships, be supported and support others in building and growing a successful business on your terms. Say goodbye to working alone and become a member at shewillshine.com.au.